Welcome to the Forgettables Podcast. This is your host, Ahmed Chima, coming to you live with Asad Patel. Uh, today, we are carrying over a conversation we were having right before we started recording, in which we were discussing how when Asad Bhai started his podcast, Straight Path Podcast, one of the things that held him back initially was having a logo. And my reaction to that immediately when he said that is like, you don't need a logo to do a podcast. And he's like, yeah, I just, you know, I needed a logo. And then I was like, no, you, you don't need a logo. We don't have a logo. Forgettables doesn't have a logo. Brandon Deep Dive doesn't have a logo. And then he was like, yeah, I, I guess I didn't really have anyone to mentor me, guide me through that. And I just thought I needed a logo. And so I, I think one of the things we'll talk through today is the pros and cons of having a logo and then really busting the myth that you need a logo, right? So um Let's start with the pros and cons. What are your thoughts? What does having a logo do for you? Uh, what are the benefits uh, and some of the, I mean, I guess there's not really cons, right? Like, I guess cons would just be that if you put it in the wrong places, people will assume that you're associated with those wrong places, right? So yeah. outside of that, uh, which I don't think is very common, right? you got to be kind of dumb to do that. No offense, but, but um what are the benefits of having a logo? And then we can get into like, do you actually need one for a podcast? Okay, so, you know, a logo basically, if done right, defines who you are, defines the image of your product, define, you know, you, you, are, you have been taking some branding courses and stuff like that. You have a, you have a podcast which is called Branding Deep Dive Podcast. So you do a lot with branding. The logo is your brand. Um, the Forgettables doesn't have per se a logo, but the Forgettables, the little logo itself is, it does show who we are. And uh, the branding deep dive, although it's not like some sort of a fancy logo, like a Nike swoosh or, you know, uh, Amazon's you know, smiley face or anything like that. But it, it does have some personality. There's a picture of you. There's a picture of your co-host. And, you know, there's some colors added, you know, so, but, real quick for the audience, he's referring to the cover art for the podcasts. Yeah, but they're using it as a logo. Well, what's the definition of a logo? Um, what is the definition of a logo? I gotta look that up real quick. What is a logo? No, for you, like I'm not saying look up Merriam-Webster. <laughs> what is a logo? What is a logo? A logo is a graphic mark emblem or symbol used to aid and promote public identification and recognition. So when somebody no, okay, okay, let me rephrase the question. Yeah, is a cover art for a podcast a logo? Is that the same thing? What does that say? That again? I'm sorry. Is the cover art for your podcast a logo? Are those one and the same? It, they can be used for one and the same. It's not necessary that they are the same, but you can use your cover art as a logo. So for Kahani Abni Zabani, which is uh, my Urdu podcast, I created some cover art, very basic cover art. At first, I started with one. I thought it was good, but then in retrospect, it wasn't as nice, and I switched it up. But Kahani Abni Zabani, basically, it has a map, a very classical-looking map of the world, and it says Kahani Abni Zabani in you know, sort of an artistic font on the front, and that's it. It's very simple. And, uh, you know, Ruffy, Ruffy's, you know, I asked Ruffy if he can try to see if he can get me a another logo made you know some sort of art i can use or something and he's working on that for me but what's it called um but but in general it's it's a very basic 
piece of cover art, but I've actually turned it into a logo as well. I put it into Canva and turned it into a circle. And, you know, it's, I use that as, you know, a logo as well, you know, for different things, but, but it does define who you are. So the first, the first logo I had with straight, and the reason I didn't want to start my podcast without any sort of logo or cover art, I just found it, you know, I did start, I didn't have a logo at first, but it, the podcast wasn't publicized. I didn't have any guests. It was just me and a friend. We were just talking for a few episodes. We weren't really getting anybody to listen before or afterwards, but it was just basically practice episodes. Um, but the reason I felt at a certain point in time, I need a logo is because if I'm going to start inviting guests, I have to have some sort of a concept or some sort of an idea for people to look at. They're like, oh, okay, this is the Straight Pad podcast. And I had asked my cousin and my cousin stays busy. So I got somebody else to design a logo to get the podcast up and running. And so after the podcast got up and running, my cousin was like, okay, I can make you a logo now. The other logo was okay. It got the point across, but there was no vision behind it, you know, from the, from the designer, whoever designed it, I paid them some money. They did a decent job. They could have done better. I feel the first logo they ever created for me. There was no what behind it. When they created it, they didn't put any real vision behind it. What I asked for, you know, when you, when you talk with a designer, a graphic designer, you give them three or four different ideas. And what they do is they mesh it and they create it into something like, wow, this person just took my three or four ideas and they put them together like this, like, like a chronological order sort of, okay, here's your ideas. And the first time I asked them to make a logo, they did a really great job for another business. But this time when I asked them to make a logo, they did a horrible job. Um, so I was like, you know what? It's okay. Um, I paid them the money. It wasn't a lot. It was a nominal amount and you moved along. Um, about a month later, a month and a half, my cousin made me a logo, which was remarkably better and switched over to that, which we still use, which is, you know, a mic and it has, you know, some sort of circles going around it, like sound waves coming out and people usually think it's a light bulb and that's, you know, giving out the straight path, you know, wives or something like that but it's actually the mic is also doubling as a keyhole which shows you that you can use you know your vision to open the keyhole to guide yourself to the straight path you know sort of like that i don't know if i butchered those that sentence or not or how badly i butchered but basically it gives an image and an idea of what what it's about so for me although you can get a podcast started without a logo um you can start with any simple cover art any simple art artwork or anything like that but i feel like it's necessary that you have something to work off of so people can see what you're working on or what is based around like i said kaniam nizabani's cover art which is also used being used as a logo is very very simple there's nothing complicated about it i'm using it as every episode's like you know even um picture on youtube it's very simple and the reason behind it is I don't want my picture showing up like this on YouTube, you know, so I just use a very simple piece of cover art and, and I feel like it's, it's, it's good. It's, but it, it gets the point across and it's, I, I'm not going to say elegant, but it's, it's simple enough, but at the same time, it's sophisticated enough that, you know, somebody can be, Oh, okay. This is Ghani Pnizabani and they see the episode name. They're like, okay. Maybe I want to listen to this. This sounds nice. And, you know, Alhamdulillah, by this weekend, I should, I, for the past 10, 12 days, I didn't release an episode. So my listens did go down a little bit. Um, not much, you know, compared to what it was doing. It was hitting like 100, 100 or so. Listen, it went 90, 99, 80, 
70. So hopefully this week we get back up to 100 and we can surpass the 500 download mark in the first 40 days. But those are my feelings on the logo. I think one thing that's important to highlight here is that the whole explanation that Asabai just gave is centered around his identity and how he feels about presenting himself, right? A lot of times um, we put in all this effort and all this stuff. And the reality is that people will associate what you do, good content, whatever it may be, right? They'll make associations with whatever symbol you put out there, right? So you're listening to us, you clicked on our podcast, right? You're making an association with, okay, when I see the forgettables on my feed, this is the type of content I'm going to get, right? And that's what branding in a nutshell is, is creating those associations, right? And so one of the things that's really important is like, okay, we can create a symbol and we can try to create these associations. But like one thing is number one is that those associations are created through hard work, effort, and just grinding, right? Like you can create a nice logo, but that's not going to bring in audience. You can have nice cover art and all that stuff. And that's not going to be the sole reason that you become successful, right? Like that's just one step of it. Second thing that, you know, I was trying to hint at earlier is that a lot of the, a lot of this is really more just for an internal standpoint. Like I never noticed the keyhole. I just thought it was a mic. Right. And for me, I was like, oh, it's still cool. Like, I don't really, I never gave it that much thought. Right. But like when Asabai, who is someone that um, is behind the podcast, right. When he has this logo where it represents his vision properly, it adds a layer of self-confidence and putting his stuff out. Now I'm sure like, I mean, he kind of mentioned it too, right? Like you look at the phases of his podcast is in the beginning, he was like, oh, we're recording it. They're just practice episodes, right? But once he felt that, okay, now our image is properly representing us, now let's start pushing this, right? And that's what I really, I genuinely believe this, right? Like, I think a lot of times the biggest, the reason for rebrands is not necessarily for external customers, but it's to signal internally that, hey, this is the direction we're moving in now, right? And so I think that, is highlighted pretty brilliantly in in uh, in that. And thank you for listening to Branding Deep Dive uh, on Forgettables. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but I think the the last thing I want to get into is is it important? Like I think we already talked talked about why it's important and it is important. But like, is it necessary to have a decent artwork or? Is it necessary to have this stuff to put stuff out there? Right. And what are your thoughts on that? Say that again. Is it necessary to have a logo or artwork or anything uh, to produce content? It's not necessary. Definitely not necessary. But it is, I would say, in my opinion, suggested because, like I said, it comes back to the identity or something people can associate with. It's like, um, it's like a token or you know if you take it's a, symbol. a it's a symbol there's another word i'm trying to think of um what's it called 
certificate. Pin. But you know, if you take a quarter, right? Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah. If you take a quarter, right? You know who's on the front of the quarter? Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. Okay. George Washington. <clears throat> George Washington. You remember who's on a penny? Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Have you ever seen a Pakistani two rupee coin? Isn't that all Kaidiyaz? Uh, the back of the two rupee, no, the front of the Pakistani two rupee coin is actually a, a Chansitara, and the back of the two rupee coin is Bachai uh, Masjid. So, oh, really? So, yeah. So, so these are these are symbols, right? And a lot of times, money, they put people as symbols on there to signify what, you know, what they mean to their country or nation and stuff like that. Like, you know, England's money is plastered with Queen Elizabeth. Um, and she is their monarch, and that's why she's plastered all over the money. Um, but but in America's you know, whole thing, you know, they have people who are um, vital to the freedom of the nation. Abraham Lincoln, vital to keeping the nation united or destroying the Confederacy and things like that. And so they have people like that on money. And could the money be without the symbols and the figures and just say one dollar and not you know just have a big one in the middle and have a little hundred it could but it's a symbol and the reason they're doing it and i haven't done any research on this but you know from what i understand is they're putting symbols which are vital and which are important to the heartfelt sentiments of the people and so when people think they're like oh okay andrew jackson 20 dollar bill uh horace grant or not a horse grant. What am I saying? Yeah, the $50 bill. I know that the Hariwala fellow, he's on it. You know, things like that. People think of it. I've never, <clears throat> I've never thought about that before. But now that you bring that up, I think that is a super important point. <clears throat> if you look at just the sheer number of touches a brand like Nike has gotten over the last, yeah. um, you know, 10, 20, 30 years, and, you know, our association in our heads that we have with Nike, the associations we have with Apple, yeah. uh, and some of the brands that are most, you know, beloved to us and most uh, aspirational. <coughs> so, like, let me give you an example. I have right here. I know, I don't know if you can see it, right? We can see it. Mm -hmm. So this is Michael Kors. Michael Kors literally does not have a logo. It's just they took a typeset or a font and they wrote Michael Kors. And that is, well, they do have a, no, that is, a, that is their logo, right? No, like no, they, they have, have the a MK type, as well. typographic. No, no, they logo. have, they have the MK as well. Sorry, my bad. But like, but like on this bag, they just wrote Michael Kors. But when you see Michael Kors, oh, okay. Michael Kors. When you see the MK, you're like, oh, Michael Kors. They have the separate logo as well. But when you see the name, even if they took away the logo, the MK, you still know what Michael Kors is. It's, you know, a luxury brand for bags and wallets and things like that. Yeah. So coming back to the money thing, um, now that you bring that up, I think one of the reasons it's on there is to instill in people a sense of nationalism and give them a little bit of, of history, right? Like every nation has their own. <clears throat> I don't know about in the EU, they have the euro. I don't know what's on there, to be honest, but. At least an um, old white guy. Yeah, I think if you look at just like, uh, you know, the things, the countries that I'm exposed to that I've seen, 
you see on the on their money you have important figures in their history and money is something that is exchanged hands a lot historically nowadays it's not so much nowadays a lot of digital transactions no. so you're losing that touch point but that is a touch point that the nation the government has with every single one of its constituents What's on the turkish lira <clears throat> mustafa kemal yeah i'm pretty sure yeah so so but but you have to remember um the United States has done a very good job of uh, instilling the dollar bill logo in the minds of each and every person. The S with the two marks, in, you know, going through it or the one mark going through it. So whether you see, you know, the whole nationalism picture of it or not, you see George Washington and stuff like that. Almost every single person on the face of this earth, almost, I'm going to say every single one, they have on the four key, the dollar sign, usually speaking. The dollar sign is instilled in everybody's mind. I was listening to a video of Zakir Naik, and he was giving an example. What did he use? He used $164. Everybody equates everything with dollars. So they've instilled that ideology that money, the money of freedom, the money of you know the free people is the dollar. Now you know now you have these cryptocurrencies coming out and they're saying we can liberate people and you have Bitcoin with their B and, you know, the fancy B and Ethereum with their E and the, you know, the, the two triangles on top of each other. I don't even know what half of these mean. You know, you have Uniswap with the unicorn and stuff like that. And, you know, I don't want to take all the names of cryptocurrencies, but basically the, these cryptocurrencies also have logos. Could they be cryptocurrencies without the logos? Yes. But once they have that logo, it gets stuck in people's mind. And I think, you know, before I rant on more about cryptocurrency, I'll leave it at that. Salam and we have our 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 episode uh, what's it called guest that is here to provide us what not to do so Rafi is actually the opposite um in all regards he's picked a name that no one can find he's uh <laughs> he's done all the things that you shouldn't do in branding yet somehow his podcast is still functioning and doing well so Rafi why don't you talk us through how like how to navigate through serious branding missteps and, and still keep a podcast running. Teach us, teach us how to find 23255 on YouTube. If you can teach us that. It's simple. I send you the link first time and then you subscribe to it and then the next time you put the number two or the letter TW, it just pops up. <laughs> but no, I think it, it kind of helps because uh, I think one of the biggest credit I will give is to the fact that the guests share the link and the podcast. So uh, I think that kind of helps because the social media page, I know I don't give it much credit because I don't think there's much credit for me to give there, but it does help in some aspect that like, like for example, I haven't released the episode in like what, three months now. And I'm still like, people are still finding my podcast. People are still listening to it. Numbers are still growing. So there's definitely something, something to do there that helps. I haven't really like, like put put my podcast out on like an email blast or like anywhere else where like I've been telling people, hey, I have a new fitness podcast. The name is two three two five. Please share. Blah blah. It's kind of like you tell people it's a new podcast. What? Do you still tell people it's a new podcast? No, no, no. I just now my email with my guests. I was hoping. I was hoping not. <laughs> yeah, it's transitioned to like. Uh, before I would be like, hey, we just started a new podcast. Blah blah. Now transitions like I would like for you to come to my come on my podcast. It's like I just make it seem like it's a it's a very well established podcast. So 
Yeah, that's that's really what it is. So just for some context, Rafi, I know you joined late. We're talking about the uh, the importance or not importance of having a logo. And I think Asabai spent a lot of time talking about um, how he really wanted to make sure that his logo was proper before he actually started pushing. And I think Rafi is like the personal, ex like the, the counter example to that is that you don't have to have your stuff right if you have personal brand. Right? And what you just highlighted there is that even though the podcast like is hard to find, it doesn't have like, you know, a, a distinct, like no one understands what 2325 is or anything like that, right? There's no like, um, the audience is probably confused more than, they probably have more questions than, you know, uh, understanding of what this podcast is about. Yet, it's still getting downloads, still getting listens because he was able to leverage his personal brand and the guest's personal brand to push that. So the, the lesson for the audience here is really that, like all the stuff we talk about when it comes to branding is like, it's important to think about, but really at the end of the day, the most important piece when it comes to podcasting is actually creating quality content, right? And then if you have those good experiences and people listen to your podcast, they have a good experience, then they will share it with other people, right? And that's what it all comes down to when it comes to podcasting, right? Like you can have a fancy logo you can have a fancy cover art but you can also have you know a name that no one can seem to find and still get listens right so and you know uh, what's funny is that not a single guest has ever asked me what does this name mean or why this name it was just i thought that someone would at some point would ask me but not a single guest and in the 2021 episode that i recorded not a single guest has asked me what are the names? They've been too confused to ask. What <laughs> yeah, they're probably like, uh, uh, okay. I mean, I, I guess, I guess, what is it? Two, three, two, five fitness. I mean, I guess you have the fitness there. So they're like, you know what? It's a fitness podcast. Let's just leave it at that. You know, I don't really think. Remember when I was doing the research for the Gymshark episode? I tried looking into stuff like why the name Gymshark, and really nothing came up. I don't think. That name, like, why, why you know, did Jeff you know, Bezos you know, I can tell you why. The only thing that comes to your mind is the Amazonian jungle or mm -hmm. the Amazonian forest or whatever, right? And then you watch Wonder Woman, they talk about the Amazon or whatever it is. But why Amazon, you know? Well, what? You're, you're what? You're, you're getting. I, your I don't know what just happened. Did he just Amazon? jump? Did, did he just say he's getting his understanding of Amazon from Wonder Woman? He, he went from Gymshark to Amazon. I, I, the Wonder did, Woman. He, he did say Wonder Woman, right? Like, yeah. I didn't. Okay, I didn't mishear that. Is he stuck? I don't know if he's stuck, but yeah, but I, I, I feel like Jim Shark is a ripoff of Game Shark. If you guys knew what Game Shark was, I have no idea what Game Shark is. Game Shark was a basically you could buy a Game Shark. Uh, you, you know what a Game Boy is, right? Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, stuff like that, right? Yeah. So Game Boy and Game Boy Advance and Game Boy, all those, they used to have this cartridge you could buy, right? And basically, Game Shark was like a hacking tool if you want to call it that um and you could plug in you would plug in your game cartridge upside down and plug in the game shark into your game boy and it used to be used for other devices well i think they had it for like nintendo 64 or something and basically it was like i won't call it a hacking device because it was legal but you know it sounds so much like game shark gym shark game shark i don't know maybe there was some other um 
brilliance behind the gym chart, but it sounds so similar. Well, anyway, sorry for my bad connection there. Hey, I, I just want to touch on real quick. Like, did you say you got your understanding from Amazon from Wonder Woman? Is that what you said? No, no. I'm saying like, for me, that name just, you know, it just resonated because that's what it is. I'm saying that I've heard like Amazon in different contexts and different like pop culture and like, you know, the Amazon enforcer or whatever, but I never really looked into why he chose the name Amazon. Okay, let me explain. Let, let, let me touch on that real quick. There's two reasons, okay? Number one, <clears throat> the, the company actually started as uh, two different names, Cadabra yeah. and Relentless, okay? So those were the two initial names. And then the third one was Amazon. Why Amazon? Uh, Amazon is the biggest rainforest and then I think also the biggest river in the world. And the goal was to be the biggest marketplace in the world. And then the second thing is at the time, uh, the way search engine optimization worked is that they ranked you alphabetically. So if you searched um, online bookstore and your name started with A, you'd be at the top of the list. Right. And so that was a, a big key factor for picking that name, which is quite the opposite of 2325 fitness. Well, if you, if you, I lost you. I didn't hear what you said. I say if you search the number two in Google, then you'll find me. I don't think so. I think there's a lot Still of not number one yet. But I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, whatever name you decide, eventually, years down, it will only become what the name is about, what the name is providing, what the name is connected to, rather than why the name. You know, like, sure, I understand, you know, like, it's easy, difficult for people to find 2325, and I'm still in the process of changing the name whatsoever, but now it's kind of an established thing, you know, like, Especially in my in our circle, you know, two three two five is like, oh, how's your podcast? Oh, it's podcast, you know, two three two five, Ruffy's podcast, whatever it is. But nobody really cares eventually, and I think that's what's gonna happen, right? Nobody like 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 for example, right? You have Falcon Note, you have Branding Deep Dive, like these are like kind of like obvious names connected to what the message is. But again, it's a few few years down the lane, you know, once it's like established, and so it's gonna be like, oh yeah, Falcon Note, a company started by Machima, Branding Deep Dive. No one's going to be like, oh, why did you choose Falcon? What Falcon is so on and so forth. So I think personal brand or what you provide with that name is more, is more. And this is something that, again, you might like, this is the one that you told me because I was stuck in this, like, hey, what name should I give? And we're like, you know what, just to start off, 2325, just like the, like, uh, yeah, like it was a suggestion, just like, all right, man, just get started kind of thing. I, I thought you yeah, would have evolved and created something else. But, but hey, but that's the funny part, right? Now it's, kind of like growing now that name has some meaning to it you know <laughs> that name has some something connected to it yep and and i think uh you weren't on when we talked about this but like the associations you create with your brand is through the work you put in right and you created meaning for 2325 with the work that you put in and so that's really the key takeaway for the audience today is that look having a, a nice logo uh nice cover art is nice and really, it, it's nicer for you as the creator than it is for the audience. For the audience, the only way to create positive associations in their minds and their guts is to consistently provide value to them. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you.